Hey guys, I'm Jared, and today we're talking about what's new in board gaming as of July 2nd, 2021. I'll be covering the latest news, announcements, most played games, hot new Kickstarters and crowdfunded games, and more related to board gaming for the past two weeks. At the end, I'll also be sharing what's going on behind the scenes with my YouTube channel, Meeple Mentor. So stick around, we've got a lot to cover. Leave me a like and comment on what kinds of updates that you want to hear more about. To make sure you don't miss my news updates, new video tutorials, and our podcast episodes, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and your preferred streaming platform. If you're a fan of Rainbow Six Siege video game by Ubisoft, you'll be excited to hear they are making it a board game. Six Siege the Board Game is a tactical one-on-one -on -one shooter from Mythic Games with asymmetrical gameplay, complete with miniatures, dice, tons of environmental standees, and detailed cardboard obstacles. This really looks amazing, so be sure to check out Kickstarter right now because it ends today. The Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid board game has funded multiple new expansions for the game. There's so much new content, you'll want to join the Kickstarter now. The campaign also ends today. A standalone sequel to the co-op card game Tranquility is on Kickstarter until August 2nd. It's called Tranquility The Ascent and plays in 20 minutes for 1-5 to five players. Work together to scale the mountain before time runs out. Complete a pyramid-shaped grid from the base to the summit. The Villagers card game is getting a multi-module expansion called Shifting Seasons, funding on Kickstarter through July 22nd. It's for one to five players and plays in 30 to 60 minutes. Draft from a changing pool of villager cards to build the most prosperous village by the end of the game. Build up combos for lots of points. Cryptozoic Entertainment has a new Kickstarter from the Epic Spell Wars line of games. It's a new deck builder called Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Annihilageddon 2 Extreme Nacho Legends. Crush opponents using magic spells, wizards, treasures, and creature cards. It features mature humor, so it's for ages 17 and up. The Kickstarter has funded already, and you can join before it ends in a month. A new area control game is funding called Coalitions, where you use strategic negotiations in the Revolutionary and Napoleonic Wars. Dominate Europe through careful betrayals and winning battles to take control of disputed territories. Check it out on Kickstarter before the campaign ends on July 14th. Also on Kickstarter is a game called Heckin' Hounds from Sapphire City Games. It's a 2-7 player trick-taking game that explores the perils of professional dog walking in the underworld. Yes, the underworld. Death, Hades. Well, your job is to walk Hades' dogs. Looks pretty interesting, and the campaign ends July 15th. For a different type of card game, how about Beetle Get? This is a strictly solo card game about collecting beetles with a flip and score mechanism. Plays in 5 to 10 minutes for ages 6 and up. Join the campaign by July 13th. A new cooperative game from Imperial Publishing hit Kickstarter this week called Escape from the Asylum. It's a 1-6 to six player escape room type board game set in a mental institution in the times when these were typically just a prison for the mentally ill. Work together to escape by solving puzzles. There's two parts to the story with five stories in each part. 
check it out and back it by July 21st. How about a game in the 1930s of adventures called The Great Race 2, featuring huge game boards of landscapes for early automobiles to traverse off-road. Two to five players race across the US, Asia, Africa, or South America. There's a lot to this game and it can be played standalone or combined with the original Great Race. The campaign has funded and ends on July 17th. Maybe the 1940s is more your scene. Well, then look no further than Orange Swan Pacific 1941 to 1945. For one to four players and plays in 40 minutes, play through two campaigns and two scenarios based on WW2 battles in the Pacific Ocean. You must manage blitzing, air support, amphibious assaults, strategic warfare, production management, realistic supply lines, units combat abilities, sea control, and more. The Kickstarter for it ends on July 8th. For a crazy capture the flag board game with fish inside battle robots, look no further than Battle Fish. Control the seas and protect your base at all costs. It's family friendly with simple enough rules, quick playtime, replayability, and adjustable difficulty. For two to six players and plays in 45 minutes to an hour. The campaign ends July 19th. Winter Haven Woods is another family card game on Kickstarter for one to six players. Through card drafting and set collection, score points for critter combinations collected to populate your woods and meadows. Use predators to hunt critters left exposed in your opponent's meadows. There's even a solo mode using a predator pack. It's already funded and you can join the campaign by July 15th. Arcosa is a tableau and action pool building board game for one to four players about leading your bunker colony to salvation from an unforgiving alien planet. Recruit alien colonists, build rooms, keep the colony happy, accumulate resources, and make bribes to gain the highest reputation. It has some very cool looking art that looks hand-drawn and very colorful. Check it out and back it by July 13th. An interesting abstract strategy game called Pyramid is on Kickstarter right now until the 19th. It involves placing and moving stones up, down, and around a 3D pyramid to bring four of your stones to the very top. For another abstract that takes a cue from Go, check out the two-player strategy game Lock. Plays in 15 minutes, it involves placing glass beads and wooden cubes to the grid board. Set up traps for your opponent, including doing a double or triple lock. It's a game that comes in a small bag that can be carried with you anywhere, with the grid board literally on the bag. Back it by July 11th. Zombies love tacos. While this may or may not be true, what is true is that this is a new card game about maintaining your reputation while surviving a zombie apocalypse. Sabotage other players, scour through dumpsters, and collect tacos to feed to zombies. It's a very silly game, but high-level backers will get their face in the game as a zombie. Back it by July 24th. Another silly game based on hot potato is the new Toxic Potato. On Kickstarter until July 23rd, pass, peel, steal, buy, and fry your way to victory. Avoid having a Toxic Potato card in your hand when a radioactive or hazmat card is played. It's a short game that plays two to eight players. Believe it or not, there's another game on Kickstarter themed around potatoes. It's called Potato Pirates 3 Battle Chips. This one is a two to six player card game in 30 to 60 minutes playtime, all about being a potato pirate, building your ships and using your unique powers to eliminate all the enemies. It's already funded with the campaign ending July 25th. 
Skybound has an epic, zany, legacy co-op game funded on Kickstarter called Valor and Villainy Ludwig's Labyrinth. For one to six players, you can play it as a 16 campaign legacy game or as one-off free play games. Features miniatures, dice, card combos, leveling up, and comedic multi-choice events. It's fully funded and you can join the campaign until July 9th. Amazon and Asmodee have teamed up to stop the sales of counterfeit board games online. They filed a joint lawsuit against Samuel Katz who owns Crazy Leaf and Gig Trading Incorporated. They assert he has been selling counterfeit versions of two Dixit expansions, Daydreams and Revelations. They are aware the counterfeiting of games is becoming an increasingly worse problem, but being able to identify them is tricky. Many times they'll take intentional and affirmative steps to hide their identities with fake information. Since the Gamma Expo was canceled this year, the Origins Game Fair Trade Days has been expanded to two days instead of one. The dates for Origins has moved from June to late September. Those who pre-register before August 15th and attend the premiere presentations will be eligible to receive a swag box from the presenters. Diamond Comics distributors will be holding their retailer summit completely online this year. It will be September 26th and 27th and will include vendor presentations, publisher roundtables, professional development workshops, and a virtual exhibit hall. The last summit originally for April 2020 was canceled due to the COVID epidemic, so everyone's eager to welcome it back. Left Justified Studio has just purchased Prolific Games. They will be publishing games under both brands where Prolific Games would focus on casual and family-friendly games. Due to an alleged breach of contract, the designer of Yellow and Yangtze board game has cut ties with Grail Games. They've published a number of Reiner Knizia's games in the past, and he's claiming they've been spreading misleading communication about the decision to cancel some upcoming re-releases. Grail Games has not publicly responded. In other industry news, HeroQuest RPG is being discontinued next month and will be renamed Quest Worlds. The original studio Chaosium sold and transferred the franchise trademarks to Hasbro last year, so Chaosium can no longer use the HeroQuest name and must re-release games under the new Quest Worlds name. Hasbro has said they do have plans to create new board games from the HeroQuest universe. Meanwhile, Hasbro has retained ownership and the rights to The Game of Life. The First Circuit Court of Appeals denied the family of Bill Markham, the creator of the original prototype, any transfer of ownership or additional royalties. Markham died in 1993 and had felt his share of royalties was too low, so his successors brought litigation against Hasbro. The appeals court upheld the lower court's ruling that Markham was work for hire and did not have the right to revoke Hasbro's copyright. Magic the Gathering will be getting its WPN metrics again with the relaunch on July 16th. Wizards of the Coast suspended in-store play last year and paused play metrics. While the metrics are coming back to the store competitive scene, the metrics will only be counted in the US for now. Renegade Game Studios will be printing Dead Men Tell No Tales after their recent license acquisition. The game's state was undetermined since the owner of Minion Games, James Math, passed away. 
The new printing will come with seven new miniatures to replace the wooden meeples from the original edition. The original expansions for the original edition will also be reprinted. The line editor of the Munchkin games for the past 12 years, Andrew Hackard, has died at 50 years old from brain cancer. He also edited several of Will Wheaton's books as a freelance editor, among other projects. He contributed to most all of the Munchkin titles, including the licensed versions. The large and popular game of Gloomhaven has just been given a fan-made card game called Gloomholden. It's a solo print-and-play with a two-player expansion that lets you experience Gloomhaven in a small deck of cards. Small as in just 18 cards, and you don't even need a table to play it on. Give it a try. I'll include a link in the video's description. As more and more board games get video game adaptations, Dungeons & Dragons has also taken the plunge. They've said video games are core to the future of D&D. Up to six new video games are coming set within the D&D universe, starting with the co-op Dark Alliance. Dark Alliance is set to come out June 22nd. Additionally, Dungeons & Dragons will be getting a film adaptation starring Chris Pine, Hugh Grant, and Michelle Rodriguez. The movie is expected to release in May 2022. If you're looking for more digital board games, check out Railroad Inc. Challenge on mobile and PC. Based on the Roll and Write game, you can do a single-player attack mode or challenge other players online and your friends. Cross-platform play will be included. For new game announcements, a new Cryptid game is on the way, according to Cryptid's artist, Quanchai Moria. It doesn't have a title yet, but will present more stuff in that world with monster creatures. The original was a deduction board game about rival cryptozoologists trying to discover the truth behind a mysterious lake-dwelling monster. Osprey Games has declined to offer any official news on it yet. The original Dune board game from 1979 is getting a re-release later this year thanks to publisher Gale Force 9. They're calling it Dune, a game of conquest and diplomacy. It won't be a movie reskin or second edition. The new game builds on 40 years of development as an evolution of the original classic. It will be shorter than the original, have a reduced player count, and feature simplified rules. Capstone Games has announced an expansion to Pipeline by Ryan Courtney. It's called Emerging Markets and features new markets, new technologies, and innovations for the businesses to interact with. You can add each into your game as you wish as separate modules. The expansion is planned to release September 16th for $29.95. From 25th Century Games, Totten Common is coming next month. It's a new edition of the game originally created by Reiner Knizia. Jay and I had a chance to play it recently, and we'll be doing an interview with 25th Century Games to discuss it. The original edition was released back in 1993. The goal is to cleanse your spirit by collecting the most artifacts and sets that go into the Pharaoh's tomb. Become the most powerful priest in Egypt. It plays two to six players and will retail for $30. Marvel Champions The Card Game is getting a new character pack, Nebula Hero Pack. Nebula will have 15 signature cards and includes Gamora as her ally. You'll need the core game to use the expansion. It will sell for $14.95 and release later this year. A teaser trailer came out for an upcoming September Kickstarter for Masters of the Universe, the board game, Clash for Eternia. It will be published by Come On Games. Ludonaut's SOS Titanic game will be reprinted this year as a deluxe edition with higher quality components and new artwork. 
It originally came out in 2014 and is a co-op game about arranging passenger cards on the decks and getting them into lifeboats in the right order. It plays in 25 minutes for 1-5 to five players. Stronghold Games will be releasing a hot air balloon board game called Islands in the Mist next month. Move the balloon to hexagons using prevailing winds. Discover the terrain below and build cities and monuments for two to four players ages 10 and up. Plays in 60 minutes and will retail for $49.99. The Lost Ruins of Arnak is getting its first expansion called Expedition Leaders coming this October. It adds six unique leaders featuring different abilities, skills, and starting decks. It adds more asymmetry to the game, new research tracks, a new item, and more artifact cards. It will retail for $29.95. The deck building game of Legendary 007 by Upper Deck Entertainment is releasing a new expansion for the game called The Spy Who Loved Me. It adds characters and plot lines from the movie of the same name. The Steel Mouth Jaws will be included. No price or release date has been set, but is expected this year. Luna Imports is bringing the English version of Bad Bones to the US later this year. It's a cooperative game of defending against invading armies of skeletons. Use traps, send out heroes or dragons, and survive without a single player getting overrun. It plays in 30 minutes for 1-6 to six players and will retail for $59.99. If you're like me and watched The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in the 90s, Get excited because a board game based on the TV show was just announced from WizKids. Summertime is a card game inspired by the song by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince coming next month. Cruise in Philadelphia across town to prove you are the coolest in the crew. Outwit each other by playing action, energy, and boost cards to gain energy to claim a spot. The game plays in 20 minutes for 2-4 players and will retail for $19.99. A new kids game from Blue Orange Games has been announced called Pancake Monster. Coming this summer, feed the giant monster pancakes via cards. Click the button on him equal to the number of pancake toppings on the card. If he eats too much, he randomly pops up to 2 feet tall and tries to eat the player. That player must take all the cards from his stomach. The first player who can get rid of all their cards first wins for ages three and up and plays in 10 minutes. How about another game that pops up? Wonderbook is an interactive pop-up board game formatted similar to the pop-up books you're familiar with. Coming this fall, take on the role of four teenagers exploring the 3D environment and features miniatures and dice. No price has been announced, but it's being touted as unlike any other board game. Arkham Horror The Card Game will be getting a revised core set releasing this October. They're including organizational upgrades to the box, helping players get set up and clean up faster. They'll also be including investigators with recommended starting decks, so new players can quickly pick it up and play. It will retail for $59.95. Friedman Fries, designer of Power Grid, has teased a train game in development called Free Ride. It's set in the 19th century, where players are the heads of their own railway companies. For 1-5 to five players, connect your network of rails between 45 cities across the map. It sounds like it's going to be a more complicated, gamer-centric version of Ticket to Ride. We'll see. Rio Grande Games will be publishing the English version with no date set yet. The first expansion to last year's popular card game Fort has been just announced called Fort Cats and Dogs Expansion. You will be able to pre-order it in July. It will expand the gameplay in new ways, 
but not enough to consider it an overhaul of the base game. It's expected to release by the end of the year. The Meeple Mentor channel is part of the board game community, the Gateway Network, made up of great upcoming board game content creators. In this segment, I'll highlight one of the other great content creators part of the network. This week, let's hear from Steven, the Smash Up Guy. Hey everyone, I'm Steven, and I run the Instagram account Smash Up Guy. I am really excited to be here. Thank you, Jared, for inviting me on as part of the Gateway Network, and um, I really appreciate that. Uh, as a brief introduction to myself, uh, my wife and I have been married for about six years. We have two kids. Um, they're a ton of fun, a lot of work, but a ton of fun. Um, we have a three-year-old and a nine-month-old. Um, some of my favorite things are board games, but I also really, really enjoy reading. Um, I've dabbled a little bit into creative writing. And um, then growing up, we played a lot of racquetball. Love that. Um, and not too long ago, I got into jujitsu and uh, trained in that for about two years. Love that. Um, I haven't been able to do it in a while, though, just between job and, and kids and everything. But um, on my account, uh, you'll find all things Smash Up. So if you are interested in Smash Up, hopefully you'll come and, and uh, check it out. Um, if you've never heard of the game, uh, feel free to, to message me. I'm always happy to answer any questions. Um, and if you want to just say hi, that's great too. I love, I love chatting and talking with people. So um, again, thank you, Jared. Good to be here and we'll catch y'all another time go to www.thegatewaynetwork.com or check out The Gateway Network's Instagram to see more. On the Meeple Mentor YouTube channel, Jay and I recently chatted with the publisher Two Tomatoes Games about their Kickstarter game Peak Oil Profiteer. We learned all about its origins and gameplay, which sounds like it's a complex strategy and area control type game. Check out the special interview on the channel. On the podcast, we also released an episode about the best table presence games. We each came up with our own top 10s, so watch the video and comment what you think. I also did an unboxing video for Excavation Earth, which is a heavy Euro game about being aliens coming to Earth to uncover human artifacts. Humans have long died out or abandoned the planet, so aliens have come to build their own human museum. Jay and I are working on a new video series coming soon where Jay will be giving short reviews or impressions of different board games. Covering both new games and older games, the videos will attempt to be short three or four minute reviews. We're still developing ideas for the intro video and music, but it will be called Jay's Takeaways. If you have suggestions or ideas for an interesting intro, leave us a comment in the video. Thanks for tuning in to today's news update. I appreciate your support. And remember, teach when you can, but always be learning. See you next time.